Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is Mega Rand. Matt Mania is the show. And this is where we talk about wrestling from our point of view. Who are we? We're just some regular guys. And yes, I just said we because I got a partner, my tag team partner. Right now, we too sweetened. You can't tell. But uh, T-Call is in the building. What up? Yo, yo, yo. What up, Matt Mania? What up, all y'all out there? It's T-Call. Yo, you might remember Teak from our WrestleMania reactions episode a year ago. Remember that when we was out in the uh, out in the streets? Yeah, in Dallas, we was out getting uh, opinions and stuff. That was actually fun. We didn't get to do it this year. More on that later. But uh, we both spent Orlando. We spent a week in Orlando for Mania Week, and it was crazy, man. Like you could like if you follow any of us on Snapchat or Facebook or twitter or anything you'll see that it was like a freaking movie like if you if you were trying to make wrestlemania the movie it would kind of look like what what our week looked like but <laughs> our week was like backstage the wrestlemania edition <laughs> the wrestlemania experience <laughs> backstage it was crazy so i got there a day earlier than you uh so on wednesday i did an in-store i got shout out gods and monsters comic shop uh, I hung out there. I did some songs. I gave out some tickets. Uh, me and Jabali and a couple of the guys, we hung there and did that. That was a lot of fun. Just just getting the word out because during the week we were planning, really leading up to our uh, Matt Mania release party, which was our, our big event. So we didn't just consume activities. We actually brought some activities to, to Orlando, or O-Town, as they call it. So Thursday is when it really all got started. There was the WrestleCon kickoff party. I think it was at the Marriott. Uh, JR, Sting, and Ric Flair. Now, my homie Montezzi, shout out to Montezzi. Uh, he hooked it up. He got he gave us the opportunity to perform. He's like, yo, you're going to play some songs. And then I was like, cool. And then it went from some songs to like a song. And then it went from a song to like a verse. <laughs> but um, But it was my own fault. We were running mad late. We we left the crib really late. Um, shout out to Chuck. Chuck who's been um, from Sidefried, who's been who was the super host, held us down. Yeah, man, he was amazing out there. Held us down immensely in a big way. Uh, but love but fuck that. you to Orlando traffic. Yo, and Orlando their, traffic. And their, um, fucking freeways and shit out there. Yo, man. it was the worst, <laughs> yo. So I was gonna get into the good and bad, but definitely top bad is Orlando traffic, the worst. And half of the city looks like it's under construction still. I'm like, it looked like Iraq or something. But anyway, moving on. So we get there late. We pull up, and he's literally playing like his last song. Like he starts the the Dusty Rose song, which is um a song that he did a verse on. So I pop up, I do a verse, and we hang backstage, and then we get a chance to see Ric Flair. I think Ric Flair came out first. No, no, Sting came out first. Yeah, Sting came out first, and then Flair. Uh, also, shout out to Jr. for doing so much after such a tragic uh, experience. His uh, his wife just passed. Yeah, and, he was all over there, and he was he was everywhere. He did everything. He stayed true to his his schedule, and he did a like a like two or three events every day. Soldier, all right. So that was Thursday during the day. We met up with Lynx Kinetic. We met, basically got the whole squad together that day. I think that's when you met Jabali. And everybody and Jabali took us to uh, some fine dining in Orlando. You remember where we ate at? Yeah. So um, <laughs> I mean, I had I had the bright idea and said, "Let's go to Popeyes." It's right across the street. <laughs> you know, it's all of us. We all ain't got no cars. So, <laughs> so we did, and then we got a, a like a sixteen piece family meal, and, and we got to work. And uh, I didn't need to see no more chicken the rest of that. Uh, 
rest of the time. And, and I'm still not doing the math on it correctly because I don't understand how we got a 16-piece family meal and I got one biscuit. <laughs> I There's a picture with you and Jabali and it looked like it was 12 biscuits. Yo, it was a Where bunch I- of biscuits. <laughs> I don't know. Shout what. out to Chris for inhaling them biscuits. Somebody, yeah, I think it was Chris. IQ s- smashed them biscuits. <laughs> oh, man. So that was fun. Then we knew traffic was going to be so bad. So uh, what I did, I stayed with my homie Kent. I got dressed in the Popeye's bathroom. And uh, you guys went to Jabali's crib to get ready for the night's festivities. This is where the turn up becomes real. It gets official. Wale Mania. Got to shout out Wale a thousand times for putting on an amazing event. Shout out to Wale, Shine coming soon. Yeah. I see that out there. That's right. I seen uh, the album cover, the announcement. It's official. Uh, so Wale is also a big wrestling fan. Uh, and uh, he's got some friends in some high places. And he made he made this this event really dope. So we get there that evening. That's when I, I think I run into my homie Steve. Steve would become a huge player in this entire story. Steve is a photographer from Arkansas who I met at PAX. And uh, it's always showed mad love, and and he's pressed. Shout so, out Steve, man. so he's able to get everywhere. So I was like, all right, we rolling with you. This is the plan to save money and to get in where we need to get in. So we get the Wale Mania. He's like, yo, come here, come up front. And we got there late. Every seat's filled, or so we thought. He pulls us up front and he like gave us seats. He pulled a seat out. Literally <laughs> pulled seats out and like, set them up. Like, oh, here you sit here. <laughs> Yo, he like unfolded some seats. Like, here you go. This you and this you. <laughs> and uh, we sat in the front and watched. They had a podcast. I did a live live podcast while a uh, Jr. and a bunch of folks. That dude was dope. from ESPN was there. Who was that? Uh, which one? I don't Who? know. The dude that rated was so excited to. Oh, take a picture. Oh no, that was Dave Meltzer. Oh, okay. Uncle Dave, he's a wrestling observer. He's been the man in wrestling for a long, long time. He does the um, like the dirt sheets. He gets behind like behind the scenes. So, oh, okay. so that was big. He was there. Uh, Justin Roberts, the old uh, ring announcer, was there. Uh, and then it just started getting crazy because I was like, "Yo, T, look over there. There's Apollo Cruz. Yo, look over there. It's Eric Bischoff. Yo, look over there. It's uh, MVP." So it just started getting kind of crazy. And then after they finished the podcast, they start going into the uh, the VIP section or so they thought. So then we run into Emilio Sparks and he's like, yo, come with us. We just Yeah, shout up. out Emilio, shout out Cass. Gotta shout out the whole WrestleRap community. Uh, yeah, for, we saw both of them up in there. They showed us mad love in there. Helped yes, sir. Get halfway through. Halfway through. <laughs> I got beef with Kaz. I'm gonna I'm gonna get on that later though. But yeah, so uh, I saw Emilio. I'm like, what up, Emilio? Like he knew me from Twitter, and um, he's like, yeah, you guys come upstairs with me because officially, um, upstairs was supposed to be just the VIP. You wasn't even supposed to be able to get upstairs without the wristbands. Right. So he was like, yeah, come upstairs with me. We gonna build. So we get us upstairs. Then, like, I don't know, man, maybe, like, five minutes while we was upstairs. Then everybody was upstairs. Yo, everybody. <laughs> like, it was just like, oh, come on through. I heard so. that Wale was like, you know, stop blocking people from getting upstairs and stuff like that. So now there was only one VIP, which was the, uh, the backstage. The back room. So they had this huge back room. And uh, we walked back there. I don't know exactly how we got back there. It was, was exactly, it with Emilio? It was, no, you, it was when he showed up and then you saw him and then he started pulling you that way. You uh, started pulling right. me that way. So I always tell people one one piece of advice at events like this, stay close. That's it. Once like, you start moving, you got to be ready. You got to gotta be ready to move. So we walked to the other side. We get drinks. I remember this. Um, 
Noel Foley is serving drinks on yeah. the other side. So we go over there to get a drink. Jabali, everybody's chilling. Uh, Jabali's like, oh, my girlfriend's coming. I was like, like, cool, cool. Now we got a big group of people. So it's getting a little scary for me because like, I know when, when cool situations <laughs> happen, it's usually like a two or three person maximum. Like You can't have 10 people trying to get all in. So I knew this was getting a little weird. Then we saw Tony Nese. Tony Nese is chilling. Man, I saw Tony and, uh, Nese like five like times. Like a bunch that of times. Night. He was Tony mad, Nese. mad cool. I like that dude. <laughs> and I like I like his work in the ring. So uh next thing you know, we start walking. Jabali's girls there and they're they're chatting. And I don't know what made me start walking. And I was like, oh, let me just look around a little bit. And then we see the new day, or at least two thirds of the new day, uh Biggie and Xavier Woods. So they're like, yo, what's up? And then uh Woods is like, yo, Wale, you remember Rand, right? He's like, eh, yeah, sort of. And, <laughs> and then eventually he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember you. There was another earlier podcast. I talked about our crazy adventures in uh, Vegas. So next thing you know, he's like, yo, come backstage. And I was like, Teak, let's go. Like, stay close. So next thing you know, we backstage. We're just like, you could cue this music going like, oh. Because once you get in the back, it's like Mark Henry, uh, EC3, like, who else was back there? The One of the Usos. Uh, it was just kind of nuts. Like, it was crazy. So, uh, we just chilling, chilling. Oh, um, dudes from ROH, G-O-D. Uh, yeah, yeah. They were back there. They were back there. Enzo um, was there. Moose, Enzo, Jericho shows up. Uh, it's just insane. So, this dude. Crime time was there. <laughs> crime time was there. <laughs> um Wale hands like Woods a bottle, like a this 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 fancy white bottle of champagne, and he's like, "Yo, I can't, I can't drink this." Like, so somehow we get the bottle, and we kind of kill it. I think, uh, I think we gave it to Nice, right? Maybe. No, I gave him some of it. Okay, but, um. <laughs> we wound up killing that. It was some good, expensive uh, Bel Air rosé stuff. It was good, but um, anyway, so that was dope. Now it's time for I guess the the. Part of the performance part, so Wale's going out to go DJ. So they go out, they go down into the DJ booth. It's it's crazy packed. It's just people everywhere. It was insane. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna chill a little bit, back up, gather myself. I'm not one for crowds, and I'm definitely not one to be like really pushing to try to get somewhere where I'm not supposed to be in the first place. So so I just fell back. And um, next thing you know. Uh, they're coming out and they're like, yo, we're going downstairs for the performance. So then Wale plays a set probably about like 1 a.m. He actually does a, a set. So hold on. Before you get into that, okay. I got a, I got another fuck you to um, tier nightclub security. Ah. And this dude who would not let us go anywhere. <laughs> Even though we were supposed to be going with everybody else, he kept stopping us. Yo, we were he's supposed like, don't to go, go this on stage way. Nah, with don't him. go that way. He said, no. We were supposed to go to the DJ booth with him. He said, no. Nah. He kept moving us out the way. And it was like for no reason because he didn't do anything once he moved us out the way. It was just like, oh, y'all move from <laughs> from right there. Right. So so Wale says, oh, when I perform, you going to come up with freestyle? I was like, sure. So I tell his bodyguard, who's also named Big E, I was like, yo, he said we're going to come through. He's like, all right, we'll stand right there. When he needs you, I'll get you. Security, super robo security was like, <laughs> nah, you can't stand here. Moves me like two feet to the left. Nah, you can't stand here either. Two feet to the right. I'm like, okay, this is getting on my nerves. I'm out. So I went downstairs and just chilled, watched the performance. Then uh, who came? Samoa Joe came through. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Lana came through. Um, yeah, it was it was crazy, man. Um, but, 
you know, it was just a really dope time. I felt like felt good, you know, got a chance to like dress up a little bit, drink some drinks and feel feel it kind of important. Be around some um some like minded individuals. Yeah, it people was dope. Who like the same people stuff who like, like wrestling, people who like hip hop, like and also be, you know, boosted up in a little position where it was like we was getting in areas where we probably shouldn't have been. <laughs> so, you know, that just shows, you know, that people know us. So Exactly. I like that. We walked through, we ain't had no special wristbands, no no nothing. It was like we're just here. <laughs> and uh, the security dude at the right. door was like, oh, I know you. Go ahead. You know. So that was dope, man. It was a great time. Again, shout out to Wale. It was an amazing event. Um, if he does another one, I'm sure he will. Highly recommend going to it. That's Thursday. Yo, there's still more. But first, I'm going to go into a song. So we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to play you. Why not? I'm going to play you that NWO. Megan Rain and Seek Hall. That's right. I'm introducing my own music and what. All right. So featuring me. We, we, we're getting into this As next joint. It's NWO. And we'll be back in a second. It's Matt Mania. Yeah. Spray painted the titles. We went here, we no longer your idols. Hollywood, Hulk Hogan, and outsiders. Threw the wrestling world into a crisis. Folk life, shit was never overnight. The boss that I write, they deserve five mics. I mean, we had Dennis Rodman and Mike Tyson. Eric Bischoff was a tyrant, the ladder he was climbing. And those black and white vignettes was the best ever provided. Pirate in the airwaves, never going off. Better tell billionaire Ted to break us off. Scott Hall got the cattle frog. You don't want the drama dog. Eggs Goldberg, nah, not at all. Finger poker doom, then we laugh at y'all. NWO was the battle call. We nice with ours. No forgetting it popping. Cause life is short. And it's nothing without us. Yeah, no way out. The illness without a doubt. Opponents walk in, but they never walking out. New world order, yeah. New world order, yeah. New world order, yeah. New world order, yeah. You know who I am, but not what I'm here for. For the ticket, just to kick it, cause I heard you won a war. Keep the titles with your idols, we came to burn it down. Where the big boys play, huh? We don't play around. Who could corrupt the mind of the world's wrestling icon? Tag a championship belt with crime line. Title marked up like the subway in Harlem. Got a better two-man team, gonna call them. Awesome, can't beat us, join us, can't see us. Pointless, stepping up, we ain't diplomatic, we destroy us. Except no substitute unless you go into school. We were ignoring the rules way before it was cool. <laughs> Pirate radio, black and white, keep them acting right. It's two of us, one of you, <laughs> that's a fight. We crew deep, make headlines like Newsweek. Papa got a new beat and it's just two. We nice with ours. No forgetting it popping. Cause life is short. And it's nothing without us. Yeah. Yo, what's going on, y'all? It's Mega Rand. We're back. Hope you enjoyed that. NWO produced by Links Kinetic. Um, Teak put up the ill post. He had uh, the link to the song, the picture of us with Eric Bischoff, giving the two sweet. Damn, we didn't even mention that we met Eric Bischoff at uh, Wale Man. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mentioned <laughs> them real quick, but not like oh, he was yeah. real cool too. Um, so, yeah, Bischoff was a real cool cat. Uh, he's also from Arizona. So, anyway, moving on. Uh, so now we're at Friday. Friday is WrestleCon Day One. 
Uh, WrestleCon's a big, huge event. If you like conventions of any sort, it's just wrestling, all wrestling in a big old convention hall. This is a huge place. We got there real early. This time I was I was determined to not be late. Which so, means that we barely got any sleep. We was off like three hours of sleep. Yeah, there, there was no sleep any of these nights. We got like a combined maybe eight hours the whole week. Like it was just crazy. So we get there. We do our thing. Now, our idea, idea was to promote the show. We had a Matt Mania show going on that night. So we're just there to chill, see wrestlers, and hang out. Um, it was crazy, man. What did you see at WrestleCon? Anything? anything? Well, first of all, our position was crazy because we was between – Hacksaw Jim Duggan, ho, and Ryback. Guy. <laughs> Feed me more. So and also, who was sitting with Ryback? Oh, was, and uh, uh, Wade Barrett was Wade on the Barrett. other side. King Barrett, um, Stu Bennett, I think that's his real name. That's weird. A couple, a couple ex WWE employees riding together. Uh, that was interesting. I guess they got a mutual hatred. <laughs> yeah, you gotta stick together. I guess um, they got a common enemy, but. Um, Anyway, uh, Ryback actually actually has a pretty good podcast. He he tells some good stories on it. So Hacksaw was being a real cool. Uh, we met, talked to his wife a little bit. She was cool too. His daughter recognized me from um, the night before when I got in to the airport. Actually, from the airport. Yeah. So Hacksaw's wife came over asking me like, "Yeah, were you? Did you catch a flight the other night? My daughter recognized you." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. She's like, "And you had on the pink shirt." Yeah, <laughs> I had this, this ravishing Rick Rude shirt that everybody was kind of digging. Um, so. Uh, what did you see at WrestleCon that day that was dope? That was actually the only day we was there. So, um, I saw the Hardys because they were there that day. Yep. So Matt and Jeff were there. Um, Matt Stryker was there mm-hmm. hosting something. Um, I saw Jake the Snake. Mm-hmm. Oh, we saw D'Lo Brown. D'Lo was there. So D'Lo was trying to get some of our pizza that we ordered. <laughs> D'Lo was like, man, where y'all get pizza from? Y'all some smart dudes. And then um, we saw the Godfather also. Mm-hmm. He came through dressed as the Godfather. I like the dudes who came in full like costume. Like Jimmy Hart, Mouth of the South, he was, of course, in costume. Um, Godfather was, who else? Um, I saw a couple people oh, that were um, in their gimmick. Shane Helms. Hurricane, yeah, he, he was, was in he was in Hurricane gear. He was, he was. Um, I also saw um, another. Who else did I see? I saw Vader. Vader. Yeah, that was a big thing. That and, was big. Vader. He was he was masked up. So that was dope. That was dope. Um, I saw Sting. I actually got a picture with him. That was dope. Best sixty dollars I ever spent. Well, that Kent spent. Thanks, Kent. Um, but I paid you back, so I paid for it. <laughs> um, that's a question I would love to ask the audience. How much would you pay to take a picture with your idol? Because that's that's always an interesting question. How much was the click picture? Yo, I think that was that like was? 150 or something. Yeah, yeah so I don't how, know. So man. how much would you pay? <laughs> what, man, that's a lot of people, though. Like, that click picture, I would need that in print. Like, I would need that blown up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not just in your room or your studio or something. Right, right. Not just for, for, you know, Facebook. Yeah, that's a moment. Also, um, Razor Ramon Scott Hall, he was there and we didn't see him. him. So I wonder if he was there the next day. Maybe. So we missed the second day and that was our fault, but I think it was a good decision. We just basically felt like, honestly, the first day was, it was kind of slow for us, but, um, we felt like we had done, we had to do, we promoted the show. So, on to the show. Let's get into that. Um, at the social, we did a show, Matt Mania, The Revenge, uh, the release party. I had so many really dope artists come through. Thurston Howe III, Smoke Dizza, 
Jackson Parody, um, T. Hall, of course, uh, IQ, E-Turn, uh, O-Super, and DJ Coleon were on the ones and twos. Now, was Jackson Parody the guy who was doing the accordion? Yes. Dude, that guy is awesome. Yo, he's dope. He's so dope. <laughs> Mouse so. Powell, he looks like your brother. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Mouse. <laughs> And, um, and he was playing the accordion. He was yo, playing some video games. He played wrestling themes. He did video wrestling. games. Yo, look him up online. He's he's big on YouTube too. Uh, Jackson Parody is is amazing. Um, I'm glad he got down to do the show. Um, man, it was just a great night. I, I was excited. I was nervous, of course. Every time I put this show, put a show together, especially a show when you're not in that town. You know, you're not on the ground to be able to like promote. But Jabali did a good job. His gamer folks came through. I will give one complaint. The gamer area was kind of stinking. And I'm going to just say. Uh, Some of you gamers need to clean it up. You know, it's it's one of those things. We always talk about this, like nerds. They always talk about, like, at the conventions, they call it con funk. And, like, it was a little, it was a little bit out of control. It was a little con funky in there. So. Definitely. Like, as I walked to the game area, I was like, ooh, I don't want to sit down and play no Street Fighter with y'all. Because <laughs> in between, you had to walk through the game area to get to the bathrooms, and you also <laughs> had to walk through the game area to get to the green room. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you had to go through there. So, anyway, so the show was dope. Um, you had a podcast that was there. Who were who was there? Oh, oh yeah. Gosh, I don't remember their name, but they, uh, dope. Dang, I forgot. Shoot. We did, they did an early podcast. I'm sorry for putting him on the spot. Why you yeah, do I'm that? Not, I'm See, not having a note. I'm sorry. But Brooklyn Brawler, he did some. Um, he Brawler came through, he man. He talked on their podcast. Brawler was definitely co-MVP on that. And they was totally shocked. Like, he completely, like, popped all of them. They were just like, oh, holy shit. The Brooklyn Brawler is sitting right here in front of us. Like, we don't know what to do. Like, that was good. Um, He did a Man, Brawler went way out, man. He's co-MVP as well. I got to shout him out for coming through and hanging out. He was just like, what do you want me to do, man? I'll do whatever. Took pictures, came on stage, freestyle. did a freestyle, <laughs> did some hype ad libs for me for um, for Avalanche. I was just looking at that video. So uh, check that out. It's on my Facebook. I'll probably put it on YouTube, uh, the Brooklyn Brawler. He answered some questions after that. Yeah, he did Q&A. He said, uh, what was the best one? He said, um, what's the, what did I ask him? What was the... Um, I don't even remember now. I remember somebody asked him something about what hurt the most or something, and he said something about the checks. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. he said he was just playing. He said WWE cuts good checks. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So he had a good time. And what he said, he was like, man, this is one of those times where I'm actually glad that I wasn't under contract with WWE because I wouldn't have been able to do any of this. Like, they would have been like, no, nah, it's not cleared. It's not sanctioned. You got to do this. You got to do that. You got to talk to this person, that person. He's like, it feels kind of good to be free to be able to do what you got to do. But anyway. Speaking of that, who who um, Xavier Woods talked to then? Because he ran in. <laughs> uh, he did the run in. So big shout out to Xavier Woods, who, like, at the end of the night, 11th hour MVP pops up. Right after a long Hall of Fame uh, ceremony, they, they went like super long. They said, and um, it was like almost one a.m. And he was there the night before. And so he's like, "Yo, I'm gonna come through." He texts me like, "Yo, I'm gonna come through, but I can't stay long. I'm tired. It's late. They got us up early tomorrow doing WrestleMania stuff, but I'll come through." And I ain't got my wallet, and I don't have my ID. Like, can you get me in? I was like, "Oh man, I'm gonna try." So he luckily, security. security dudes, <laughs> they they were fans. They were like, oh, go ahead. So we ran in. 
And right before I was doing my set, like literally, like it was no better timing. Like he just popped up. And so we did uh, did New Day Rocks and just chatted a little bit. And it was fun. And um, like I shot him out for doing that. He didn't have to do that. That was cool. Yeah, shout out to Xavier Woods, man. He's a he's he's always showing mad love. He's, he's, he's a trooper, man. That was that was dope. I appreciate it. So that that footage will also be somewhere out there. It's it's, it's out there. It's out there. But um, he was literally there for like five minutes. Um, yeah, I just so, saw somebody tweet it like yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Matthew from Botchamania was there. Shout him out. Uh, Botchamania is a real great site. I don't know if you ever watched their stuff on YouTube. No, yeah. When they, all the when funny botches. Yeah. <laughs> so he collects every time people mess up and put them together. Sometimes he uses my music in it. So shout out to Botchamania. All right. So that's Friday. We ain't even at WrestleMania yet, yo. Wait, and not to mention, so at the end of the night, like we had Smoke Dizzy there. So best believe the place got smoked <laughs> out. Definitely and, um, did in the green room. He a took a couple of he took a couple of fans back there who who was really um, filling them, and you know the rest of us was back there, and we basically just burned the social down until, <laughs> until they, they kicked, kicked us, us out. out. They said, "Hey, it's time to go." We yep. try to lock up. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Dizza for being mad cool too. He got there a little late. Uh, traffic was crazy, of course. The streets, was streets blocked were blocked off. He had to so walk. His Uber got you know let him off like three blocks away. He had to walk. Came to the spot, still killed it. Um, I apologized to him because I went on right before him, and some fans <laughs> kind of left when I did, like like moved over to with me to the merch table. I didn't mean to do that. It's funny. I didn't even see that until I saw your Snapchat, and you recorded him like kind of like he was a little bit salty. Like, <laughs> yo, Rand, what you you having your own WrestleMania access over there? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Ringside Five is dope. All right, so moving on. Uh, that night was crazy. The end even got even crazier, but we'll, we'll go forward yeah. and go into some positive stuff because it was a really, really wild night with bad traffic and drunk people. So now we're going to get into Saturday. Uh, Saturday was what happened Saturday? Saturday, Rand gets me up early in the morning and says, hey, we're going to what culture? Pro wrestling. No, uh, we wasn't that to, Saturday? I, I thought we went to Hogan's Beat Shop. Nah. Yeah. That was Sunday, the day of WrestleMania. Oh, okay. I'm mixing up days. He's, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. So, we, so Saturday was what culture? Saturday, what culture pro wrestling? Oh, We're yeah, supposed because to this is when we skipped. Um, we skipped day two of WrestleCon. I'm okay. sure we missed some big people. But um, I was like, well, our time would be better spent with the people who show love to us. So big shout out to what culture for posting our songs and all that good stuff. And I wanted to see their event. And, yo, their event was dope. What did you think of the event? Their event was dope. They booked some good people. We ran into Matt Stryker again, mm-hmm. who I don't know. I'm going to have to hit him up on Twitter. He's becoming <laughs> like a buddy of ours because we ran into him True. so many times. <laughs> and he's a cool dude. So we got to get get to back to Lucha to go see him. Right. Maybe we can get him on a podcast one of these days. That'll um, be dope. Um, Joey Ryan was there. Uh, Ricochet. Yeah, Ricochet was we, there. We saw a little bit of the a little bit of behind the, the scenes of the business when we I think you were trying to get a picture with Joey Ryan uh-huh. and he was trying to leave like he had just finished his match and he was like yo I gotta go I'm and he out was telling the guy to just pay and he was like hey <laughs> you wanna just PayPal me the money you owe me <laughs> I was like there you go I was trying to help him with his bags but no nah, he was in too much of a rush he was just trying to like hop in his whip so he didn't have time yo, to, you know, he was politic out. after uh, Ricochet was like double parked out front carrying a box of merch in like it was crazy. Like them dudes worked so hard during. Yeah, they did so many events over that weekend, you know, and 
And yeah, they were collecting that bag. But yeah, they were here and here and here. Like Ricochet was at Wale Mania. He wasn't there when we got there because he had to go do the the WrestleCon mm-hmm. <laughs> wrestling event. Like, yeah, man, they worked. They worked like crazy. Those indie dudes, man, they get a lot of my respect. Like that weekend, everybody was out, like trying to get that check, man. I ain't mad at that. Uh, so Saturday we did that. Then we ran to Steve. No, actually. That was my chance to pay back Steve. I actually hit him up and was like, yo, come to what culture? I'll get you in, take some photos. And bam, he winds up ringside for the whole event taking photos. Yep. Then he's like, yo, I'm going to Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor is like an hour and a half away at, in Lakeland. But this was Hardys versus Young Bucks. We wasn't going to miss that. And as big of wrestling fans as me and Ran are, Ring of Honor is not that accessible. <laughs> so we Yeah, and this, that's this the, was my yeah. first Ring of Honor show, so I wouldn't go miss that. I wish Ring of Honor was more accessible, especially after watching the show. It was dope wrestling. I hope the rumors are true that WWE Network wants to put them on there. I think it would be great cuz it's it's great wrestling. Like you got a lot of the best dudes in the world going at it at but it's like you can't find it. It's not on TV. You got to get this pay-per-view app and then pay through that and yeah, it's kind of annoying. Right, so to be able to to be able to go to that show live, it was definitely dope. The Jay Lethal versus Cody Rhodes match, mm-hmm. you, like you said, the Young Bucks versus the Hardys. So that match was dope. So from there, would you watch more ROH? Yeah, I mean, I was already a fan of um, Jay Lethal. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm liking what Cody Rhodes is doing outside of the WWE. So I know he's. I don't think he's a regular there because he's like a free agent. He wrestles in New Japan and stuff also. So yeah, they all hop back and forth. The New Japan dudes bounce around. So yeah, so this is like, I don't know. This is like their the New Japan wrestlers like home when they yeah. come to the states or whatever. Because you know, since they can't just go to WWE or anything, right? Wrestles. So. Um, Kenny Omega pops up on their ROH shows sometimes too. Um, he was probably the only thing missing from this weekend, really, was was Kenny Omega. Yeah, where uh, were you at, Kenny? Yeah, he, he was definitely missed. Um, all right, so ROH was dope. During the show, this is more more movie stuff. During the show, I get a tweet, a DM from whoever runs the Ring of Honor account. And it's like, yo. Mandy, right? I'm Mandy. Um, come in, I'll, I'll come and meet you. Where are you sitting at? And I was like, uh, well, we're actually sitting on this bleacher. Like we, we don't we don't really have seats. We kinda we kinda like bullied our way into there. Um and we didn't really have seats. So we sat in this other area and um and she's like, Okay, cool, I'll come find you. Which was cool. It was like people who did have seats that was sitting in that area. That's true. So it wasn't just us. Like we some people wanted to get out of their uncomfortable seats and sit somewhere else. So so it was cool. Um Mandy took us backstage um, and then just left us. She's like, all right, here you go. This is backstage. See you later. And I was like, don't go over there. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, don't go over there. That's production. And uh, there's a TV over there, but it's little. And so, so yeah, we watched, we watched a little bit of the, um, the next match with, with bully Ray, like sitting down in front of the TV. So that was cool. Um, Then we saw Jay lethal and he started asking us like, so where are you from? Like, what are you doing here? You know? And uh, probably because he saw Teak's shirt. He had a Shane McMahon shirt on. And he's like, yo, what are you doing back right. here? Right, what was I doing? I should have I should have bought a Ring of Honor shirt up front. And, yeah. And, and changed out of that. But I guess he could tell we wasn't regular. So, so that's <laughs> one, one another rule of thumb. If you ever wind up in a backstage area of an event, like, Try to blend in as much as possible, but you can't blend in if you're wearing the competing company <laughs> shirts. <laughs> so try to blend in. Like, so if I know if I knew we were going backstage, I would have probably not worn any wrestling shirt at all. But 
but I didn't know. Like, who would have known? But um, I think I didn't actually. I wore like the Mighty Number no. Nine shirt, so it was a blue shirt. But anyway, um, that's why like college shirts are good. I would say just just it's a collar shirt. You look like a professional. You like you look like an agent. You know what I'm saying? So just just a collar shirt with some jeans. So we just told them, you know, that we we do wrestling themed hip hop and that um their their um what what did she work for? Their, their uh, social media their social media department, Mandy, that she brought us back there and then was like cool. He was like, about oh it. yeah, Mandy's cool. All right, took a photo with us and stuff. But I think he wanted to kick us out before that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he was cool. Um, so. Anyway, so we sit backstage. Um, I wanted to see, like, we were like, oh, we're leaving to catch. Because I, I call up Lynx, and I'm like, yo, we're backstage. Come on. And he's like, I'm not missing this match. Like, are there TVs <laughs> back there? And I was like, see, that's a true fan. He was like, backstage or watch the Hardys versus the Young Bucks. I was like, well, I want to watch it, too. Obviously, it's the main event. But he's like, but are there TVs? I was like, man, it's a small one. And everybody's kind of crouched around it. And he's like, I'll stay here then. <laughs> so he stayed in the seat. But we did come out to an area that was outside of it. Also, you gotta know that those guys bought tickets to see that show. So he wanted to see that show. Yeah, we that's were, true. We didn't buy tickets. We just, we just freeloaded. <laughs> we freeloaded. So, so we had to slide out the backstage area into a cramped um, <laughs> part next to the ring entrance. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And and it was the, it was really crowded. Like all the staff at ROH. And then we saw Jack from What Culture over there too. So. Uh, so that was cool. Then uh, the match, of course, was great. Um, Hardy's and Bucks. Uh, Hardy's lost. Um, Matt gives a great speech talking about this vessel is moving on, and you yep, know, and they put the young Bucks over as they should. Definitely so put they them over carry those tag team titles. And I gotta say that was that's been that was like the biggest, best and worst secret of the weekend because everybody knew like oh they going to WWE, but. It wasn't official. Like nobody knew. Everybody for knew, sure. but nobody knew. Yeah, everybody. And we heard thought rumblings they knew. like the whole time. Like somebody would tell me, like, "Hey, my person over here told me this," mm-hmm. and then this person would be like, "My person told us that." I mean, most of what we kept hearing was that they would be in WWE. Right. Nobody expected what happened that weekend. Nah, nobody could have guessed that. Like, especially for as many appearances as they did. Like, you would think WWE would have been like, "All right, take it easy." We're going to have you in a match. Counting when they also came and wrestled on Monday. They wrestled four times in, in a row. Four, four times, days in a row. Four days in a row. Four times in, or in five days at least. And two of them were ladder matches. So, yeah, these dudes were crazy. And uh, and no, nobody could have guessed that, that that was going to happen. So we'll get to that, of course. Uh, at the end of the night, they were cool. They took photos. Um, and uh, Steve, of course, hooked it up. He was the MVP. So we bought him dinner that night. In Lakeland, we went and had some terrible wings <laughs> at this spot. What was that spot called? Wing House is like a boot, bootleg Hooters, and um, <laughs> had some bad wings in Lakeland, and then drove all the way back. And I was so tired. He had some bad wings. He was gonna deal with it. We said, Nah, we got him some more wings to go home. <laughs> and see. he said the second batch of wings was better. I talked to him. He said, okay, good, good, because <laughs> he was just gonna take that, and he had barely ate them. He like picked over the wings and was like, I'm not gonna complain. See, that's the southerner in him. He's just that southern hospitality. You don't want to raise a ruckus, but like, nah, man, you paying for it. You should get something you like. So anyway, we start driving back another late night, probably get home like three thirty, four o'clock. And then we start the final day. Not really the final day, but <laughs> WrestleMania. But after these messages, we're going to get into that. So, Teak, let's play something from you. What should we play right now? Um, We can play Vader time. Vader time is coming. It's time 
it's Vader time. time. Shout out to Vader. Just want Shout to out you. to Vader. All right, so here it is, Vader time. We'll be back in a sec. We're going to wrap it up with WrestleMania. It's my man Vader versus Foe. Hold up, T, man. It's that Vader time, bro. You got to put on that red mask. You got to get on that New Japan shit. Oh, praises to the villains. Sweet snakes in the building. While this blood spilling, we making the killing. What a wonderful feeling. All this gold on and I'm chilling. Hot boxing, no hitting Vader time until it's ending. Moon sword off these moon rocks. Steel chair to the face, counted two shots. And I'm never sweating, though I'm too hot. And it's Vader versus Foley on the jukebox, headed to the ring. Mask on with heavy bling. I'm the heavyweight champ, plus I'm king of the ring. Not to mention tag title holder. What? To my fans that's been starving, yes, the famine's over. I got you covered, just follow the buzzards like the new face of fear. The way I wear my beard, they saying the wire's here. And I'm fighting Roman Reigns, he in full riot gear. But sister Abigail make aberrations disappear. All praises to the villains, we next in the building. While this blood spilling, we making the killing. What a wonderful feeling, all this gold on and I'm chilling. Hot boxing, no pit invader time until it's ending. Look at these levels, I'm ascending And when I say Vader time, no, it's only the beginning And that time is never ending What suspended animation to my Yo, what's going on, y'all? It's Mega Rand. It's Teak Hall We're here talking WrestleMania week Our epic week continues We're on Sunday now It's the day of WrestleMania You would think, after all we've been doing We would just want to just go right to the stadium Sit down and just watch some wrestling, right? Yeah. Nope. What we did, I hit up Smoke Dizza like, yo, what y'all doing? He's like, I'm trying to go see Hulk Hogan. And I was like, I'm not, LOL. <laughs> and I really didn't. Like, I, I I, don't know how I feel about Hulk Hogan yet. I'm not really ready. I don't think. I don't know. I don't feel any way, one way or the other. But I definitely don't feel like I want to pay $150 to take a photo with you. Nah, you should be giving out free photos or something. I don't know. So anyway, this is like, yo, Hogan's Beak Shop. Let's do it. And I was like, we ain't got nothing else to do this early. Let's go. So we drive over there. We stop at Checkers. We eat. Yo, shout out to the Checkers. Um, <laughs> what did I have? The barbecue. We had the barbecue bacon, bacon burger or something. Jeez. Yo, it was banging. Uh, so we ate that and waited in the long hot line to to not even see Hulk Hogan. We we stand there for almost an hour. Basically, we were the line holders for Smoke Dizzy and his crew. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I didn't I don't know really what I was thinking. Like I was I was you know, I was like I think you can go into the store. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's what we were thinking. We were like, you know, we're going to go in, check out some merch. We don't have um we're not taking pictures with them, so we're not going to be in that line, but then we found out that that line was like pre-order everybody only. had to get in line. Then and they weren't we had to pre-order you in unless you unless you previously paid. So people were on their phones in the line, like checking out and doing it. And so I checked it out, and it was one hundred fifty dollars for a photo. And the store was closed, so you couldn't even shop this particular day. And I was like, Nah, son. So I text Dizzy like, Yo, we out. And he's like, No, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. <sighs> when when a rapper says they almost there. <laughs> Remember that that's that's a window of anywhere from like thirty minutes to like two hours. Remember right. that. Remember that that's a rapper. Please keep in mind, <laughs> rapper time is never on time. So, 
almost there means sometime today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, next we we wait. They get there. He did it while he was in his Uber or whatever. He did the uh, order and paid one hundred fifty dollars. He's like, man, I'm gonna get this picture with Hogan. And I was like, I'm not. So then Jimmy Hart comes up and they're like Jimmy Hart's here for an additional twenty dollars. You could take a picture with Jimmy Hart. Would you take a picture with Jimmy Hart for twenty dollars? I would have took a picture with Jimmy Hart for just twenty dollars. See, if that's, they, they didn't that, advertise it that right. Way, they would have yeah. gave that option and been like, okay. You guys can take this picture with Jimmy Hart. They probably would have made us take it outside, not even in the store. <laughs> you can't even go in. You can't even look at Hogan. This is the way it was set up. Like he but was, I was in already a, there, so Jimmy Hart would have been worth twenty dollars. He I was mean, dressed up. Yeah. He had his. He had his. He um, had the megaphone. The megaphone. And we were there for like an hour and a half anyway. I'd have done it. So, but who nah. else did we see? Who hopped out the window? Oh, Gilberg no, and uh, Grandmaster Sexy. Grandmaster Sexy was there. <laughs> yeah, he he hopped in real quick, saw Hogan, and then left. Like left. he probably just got his photo and bounced. So Gilberg comes outside of the beach shop, and everybody starts chanting Gilberg. Gilberg. And then Gilbert starts Gilbert. shushing everybody and giving them the hand motion to quiet down. <laughs> and he goes to Wendy's. So, so me and Rand, we go to Wendy's because we got to get something to drink and um, relieve ourselves before we head on to the next mission. And I chatted up with Gilbert in there, and he's he's hella cool. We take a picture, and he just tells me, you know, like um, like he had to get from over there because that's Hogan's thing, mm-hmm. and that you don't want to make Hogan mad. <laughs> Or take the spotlight away from Hogan. Wow. <laughs> so that yeah, the, the the stories you heard are true, and and I I guess I understand that, but that's him. Like really, somebody walking out and getting a chant is not going, you know. And Gilbert but, of all people. and it's Gilbert. He ain't taking nothing from Hogan, but uh, but he was mad cool. Like shout out to Gilbert for being like a real dope dude. Like he chatted up with us, and and he didn't have to. Uh, so I was like, we out. Enjoy your hundred fifty dollar photo and enjoy the line we held for you. Um, and the dude in the line next was like, "Oh man, y'all are some really good friends." I'm like, "Yeah, I guess we are." <laughs> so, <laughs> Dizza, don't forget that. Like, yo, we line holders from Orlando. But anyway, um, so then it was time to go to the show, man. And now we got to break down WrestleMania match by match by match by match by match. What we actually went to go see um, Jr. After that. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Dang. I forgot about that. <laughs> Again, Steve with the hookup hits us up. That's why we left the line. I probably would have stood in line and like held Diz's phone and took the photo or something. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, otherwise, we had, other, we had better plans. So Steve's like, yo, I'm in. JR is doing a talk with Mick Foley, uh, Bruce Pritchard. Uh, who else? Um. Uh, and he was at what culture? Jim Cornette, Jim who Cornette. was also at what culture. So there's like all the old dudes. Like So I like to hear their perspective. And Jim Cornette is a character every time he talks. Well, he's just really excited. So it was a great show. Um, they talked about a lot, of, a lot of cool stuff, a lot of great questions. One thing, and uh, JR kind of put, let another cat out the bag. He's like, oh, people are talking about my role with WrestleMania. And I'm not really going to talk about it, but. You all already know. Like, you already know. So Yeah, he got know. picked up for, I think they said, a two-year contract. So, like yeah, that. he's doing, like, a part-time deal with them. And uh, he was going to announce the rest of the Undertaker-Roman Reigns match. Which let me know right then, like, oh, this is Undertaker's last match. Like, I knew it. Because Foley said during that talk that he wished JR was there when he won his first championship. Uh-huh. He's like, oh, you know, Michael Cole did a great job. He's like, but every time I watch that back when I won, 
I just think about what Jr. would have said, like you know what I mean, Mac Foley, Mac Foley, Mrs. Foley's baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, like you know all that stuff he always says, and it's like everybody wants Jr. Oh, to God. call. The call there. I can't believe, by God, by I killed him. They killed his dead broken in there. So everybody wants JR to call, call their important moments in their life. So when I heard he was doing a taker match, I was like, oh, he's definitely retiring. So we got in as much activity as we humanly possibly could before WrestleMania. So because we were going to be sitting for a long time. This is a long show. All right. So we get to Orlando. And let's go match by match. I'm going to skip all of us getting there because, you know, it was a long way, of course. Okay. But match by match. All right. So we started off pre-show. Eh, should we talk about the pre-show? Um, who wrestled at the pre-show? Um, uh, I guess we can the talk Intercontinental about the Intercontinental title was in the pre-show. And so it was Mojo and the Cruiserweight Championship. So they start off the show with Neville and Austin Aries. What did you think of this match? Um, I thought that was a good match. I'm always um, excited to see Neville perform. And um, Austin Aries, he's cool. I guess people like like him because he was in NXT or something. I haven't really got the Austin Aries effect yet. Yeah, he's way okay. over with the fans. Like People really love him. And um, so he was first. Um, and he lost. And he lost. So <laughs> hopefully this will continue because I, I thought they had a good match. And I was mad that it was the first thing that we saw, especially when we had this next, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Rob Gronkowski uh, comes in and helps Mojo win by beating up Jinder Mahal. Uh, what did you think of this? Um, so Mojo and Gronkowski have a commercial together. Okay, yeah. On TV, so I'd already saw them together, so like knew that they were friends. So once you saw that happening, you knew that they were gonna set that up. But what the funny thing was is remember security rushed Gronkowski when he was climbing the fence. Yo, they like did. it wasn't supposed to happen. Like they didn't know. <laughs> they didn't know. Yeah, like there's this this um a woman security guard who was always at every show and yo, she ran up like nah, like blocked them off and like was about to tackle him. And then the refs had to. Go and the there. ref was like, no. So that kind of ruined the, the surprise <laughs> in the moment. Like, no, no, it's okay to let this dude climb over this gate and that, that doesn't belong here. Like, uh, it kind of suspended the uh, the suspense on that. But it was fun. It was a good moment, man. I'm happy to see Mojo have a moment a year after Zack Ryder had his moment. So yeah. And if Andre the Giant means anything. He'll maybe be fighting for the Intercontinental title next year like Corbin is now. Next match, also in the kickoff show, Intercontinental title, Dean Ambrose beats Baron Corbin. I was mad that this was on the pre-show, but compared to everything to else, compared to everything else, it didn't have as much story, as much heat, um, but it's, it's still Dean it's Ambrose a title. doesn't have as much story and as much heat. I don't know what they're doing with Dean Ambrose's character right now. Yeah. They they have been building Baron up. When, when he first got there, I thought he was we were calling them Baron Boring or Boring, boring Corbin. Corbin. <laughs> yeah. So he's getting better. But so now yeah, he's it's gotten better. And now I'm like, OK, we'll give him the title. Then. And now you have Dean Ambrose beat him. So what was the point? I don't know what they're waiting for, because Dean is really stale right now. And maybe he needs like a tag team partner. I don't know. Are they going to send him to the other side? He's probably a superstar shake up. I, I wouldn't be surprised. That might actually happen tonight because it's Monday. Um, I read some rumors about that. We'll talk about that a little later. Okay. Of course. Um, next. Uh, I didn't like this match at all. I don't even remember anything about it. It was just bleh. Now the show starts. Boom, 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 fireworks. Um, Which match did you not remember? 
the the Ambrose match. Oh, okay. I didn't remember that. <laughs> I just remember he won. And I was like, what? Like I thought it was obvious that this was like time to put over Baron, but it was not. Not at WrestleMania, I guess. I figured he was going to do it the next day, but they didn't even do that. Anyway, don't get me started on these decisions that I don't agree with. But AJ Styles defeats Shane McMahon via pinfall. First match of the night. I thought this was the best match of the whole card. Um, it's opinion. up there, top three of the top three of the night, definitely. AJ, um, AJ went out there and showed why he's AJ. He was able to to work with Shane McMahon and and you know tell a good story with the match, and also you know do his things and show Shane McMahon why he doesn't belong in the ring with AJ Styles. Yeah, I think he had to had to do that. Um, I enjoyed it. Shane got all his moves off. You know, he got the coast to coast off. He got his elbow drop off. Um, he and did a lot of weird cool punches. The weird punches, you know, <laughs> he got all that in, uh, and then AJ won. That's really what I wanted, but it was a great, great match. Yeah, that's all you wanted to see. AJ, there was no reason AJ shouldn't have won that match unless they set up some sort of um, DQ or somebody running in. Which, from what the story had been being told, it was no reason for that. Nah, there was no. It was just a feud between AJ and Shane. Yeah. All right, so next, U.S. Championship, Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho. I thought this match came a little too soon. It was the second match on the card. And I thought it was good. But, um, okay, so Kevin Owens won by a pop-up powerbomb on the on the apron. Like, he powerbombed him on the apron and then threw him in. It seemed to be kind of rushed to me. I don't know. I feel like that was kind of the story for a lot of these matches where I feel like stuff was just rushed. But... They, the finish just happened. It was like, oh, that's it. Okay. So the only thing that I really have to say about this match is that I have I have watched WrestleMania again on TV. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you take a look at it. So, like, there was things that we weren't getting audio-wise that was, like, going on. So like, it, was, it was a lot of – Kevin I, Owens talking trash yeah, and stuff. Yeah, it was a lot okay. of that. It was a lot of, I'm not your friend. You were never my friend. Like, uh, okay. like driving that nail further into Jericho. Uh, like, you were never – anything to me and this is all business type stuff so okay in in getting that extra stuff then it's like you might get a little bit more of what you wanted like okay this is the this is the more of kevin owens that i want to see the more heartless you know just beat somebody up okay type person yeah i can see that all right so so tv kind of tells the story more so than being there for that one um next is the raw women's championship fatal four-way bailey beats sasha banks charlotte and nia Jax to retain the title this was my pick. I thought Bailey was going to win it. Um, I, was I also thought that they were going to jump Nia Jax first to get her out the match, and they did that. Um, and uh, the biggest spot of the match came when Charlotte lands a corkscrew moonsault on the floor to uh, Sasha and Bailey. Charlotte got the second elimination by kicking out of a roll up a pin and then sending uh, Sasha Banks into a turnbuckle for a pin. Uh, the finish was a little bit weak. Bailey lands a back body drop on Charlotte, and then she does the flying elbow to finish the match. She didn't finish it with the the Bailey the belly or didn't, whatever. Didn't they give Nia Jax a um a triple power bomb like yes, the Shield? They did. <laughs> they triple power bombed her. Um, this story is I don't know what's happening with this story. I think the I, Sasha Bailey feud. And if yeah, not, then like, I don't know what they're what's doing. happening. I, I know what's about to happen now. I think they were just buying time until this shakeup, and they're gonna send Charlotte out to SmackDown, and so that Charlotte is in in the picture anymore. So Sasha will be, be the biggest heel. I think so. And it, Charlotte's too big of a star to be in the mix with that stuff. You know what I mean? So, and if she goes over to SmackDown, that instantly 
puts them up like, okay, now it's some real competition, you know. Charlotte's better than all the SmackDown women, just my opinion. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Who are the SmackDown women? Exactly. Oh, this, wait, Alexa Bliss, right? Alexa and, um, Bliss, Becky Lynch. So you got Becky Lynch. Uh, Naomi. Um, who's the old girl? The old lady who oh, came she back. Just got- <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. Who's the old The old lady. Um, who is she? Mickey though? James. Mickey yeah. James. She old. But- so then we're going to get maybe Charlotte and Naomi, unless they send Naomi somewhere. Oh, that'd be cool. I wouldn't mind seeing Charlotte and Naomi, though. All right. Okay. So, Raw Tag Team Championship Fatal Four Way match actually started off as a triple threat. And then the New Day comes out and announces a fourth team. At this point, I'm completely losing my shit. Because I'm we, like, we, we, know what's we happening. know what's happening. We know. New Day leads it on to believe that it's going to be them, that they're <laughs> interjecting themselves into the match. And we knew it was going to happen. And Matt and Jeff Hardy comes out with the old music, Team Extreme. Team Extreme stuff. And. And the Hardys win the match. I did not expect that. I did not expect them to win. Woo, for them to bring them in already and just give them the titles off top. I mean, only because of the it only makes sense because of the superstar shakeup stuff. Like if you really yeah. think about it, because none of those tag teams might be there now. So if you're yeah. bringing in new tag teams, then it doesn't really matter if Enzo has it. It doesn't matter if um, the club has it, any of that, because any of those guys could be getting sent to SmackDown. True, true. All right, I thought it was a great match. Uh, they had a really great couple great high spots. Next was the bathroom break match for me. <laughs> John Cena and Nikki Bella defeats the Miz and Maurice. I already knew what was going to happen. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't even remember the match. I just remember the proposal <laughs> after the match. Yeah, I was still I in line. I was on my phone. Okay. That time. <laughs> I was still in line trying to get it. What did I get? I don't know. Uh, a, a hoagie I don't know and some popcorn I was trying to get popcorn that's what I was and I already knew that was going to happen um, uh, Miz has been too dope this year to be kind of put into this I was hoping he would be doing something a little more important so hopefully he will yeah it's just it's mainly because of John Cena and the Bella I think they're going to be getting taken off TV for a little bit now mm-hmm. um, so they had to end that with I don't know why they had to end it with a storyline because who really cared. But, I mean, congratulations for them, even though I'm sure he proposed to her way before now when they're just, you know, I would milking think it so. for TV. They did it already in private. But, yeah, yeah, it was cool to have it and see it. Like, that was a great moment. Did a WrestleMania ESPN moment. And everything else, MSNBC was all talking about it the next day and oh, stuff. Yeah. So, go. Go John Cena. So that's a victory for them. <laughs> Next, uh, non-sanctioned match, Seth Rollins beats Triple H. I thought this match was a little too long. Especially considering how short the next match was, Orton and Bray Wyatt. Yeah. I think they gave them way too much time. I mean, I, I understand, but it's Triple H. Like, we know he's the man. So, Well, here's, here's some of my points on that. A lot of the stuff that they did in the match, they already did like the last two Mondays. Like yeah. Triple H beating him in the leg with the cane mm-hmm. or the crutch, like working on his leg. Like, we know that's the story you guys are trying to tell. We know Seth has the injured leg. And you're going to attack the leg and try to make us try to make it seem as though Seth is doing these moves on the hurt leg still. Mm-hmm. But like they had like what 24, 26 minutes or something that the match minutes, was, yeah. including I mean not including entrances. Oh yeah, entrances was and long things like that, which they both Triple H had the long entrance of course because he's always going to have always, and he had the motorcycle. I mean, entrance. it was a cool entrance. It was yeah, and he looked it good when he got up on the on the apron. Everybody said he looked good, like he can do this for another couple of years. Like yeah, he definitely built himself up to look like 
like a beast, but we all knew that Rollins was going to get over. I don't think they needed as much time to to do yeah, it. Yeah, I agree because they've been doing it every week. So it's like, uh, cool thing was uh, Stephanie taking the table bump. Yeah. That was dope. Uh, this is actually way the to go, second. Steph. Now, and that's the reason why we have. <laughs> now we have general, a new general manager. Yeah. Uh, this is the second WrestleMania in a row. Stephanie took a bump. She got speared by Roman last year, and I almost forgot about that. Yep. So, you know, don't ever think that the McMahons won't do what they got to do to get talent over. You know what I'm saying? So, big shout-out to Steph for taking the table bump. Uh, next, probably my most disappointing match of the night, Randy Orton defeats Bray Wyatt. Yeah, I think that might be the overall consensus of just <laughs> everybody at WrestleMania. Like, yeah. what happened during that match i don't know what creative was thinking i don't know we don't know man. On, man like because this was weird uh the only thing that really was memorable about it was these special effects whenever bray wyatt would go into the corner it would turn into some maggots or some worms or roaches that people are like why are they doing that they're like we're past the the point of thinking that bray wyatt is controlling you know has yeah. power so if y'all weren't going to use that to his advantage like you were saying like oh maybe he's going to go do all four corners and, yeah. do the, and do the crab walk or something and then do something special. Something or, crazy, yeah. You know, but he does it twice in two corners. He did three, and then, and then he didn't do Oh, he did three. Point. Okay, so he did three, and then he got RKO'd. So. Yeah, <laughs> got beat clean with an RKO at the end. It was almost like, I think they only got ten minutes. I feel like they was like, okay, time's up, end it. And then he was just like, okay, RKO out of nowhere, boom, over. Yeah, you said they cut Randy Orton's um, celebration. Like yeah. the lights just went off on him. <laughs> it's like, you got a new champion, and it's like, lights out, let's go. Keep it moving. Uh, next is the Universal Championship. This match I was I knew was not gonna go too long. Um, but it was it was great. Brock Lesnar Goldberg, I was very impressed. I can't front. I didn't think this match was gonna be good, but they gave us exactly what we wanted. It was like high impact. The other top the other of the top three matches that night. Like yeah. they they let it go a little longer than we've been getting, mm-hmm. what the fans have been upset about, but they didn't let it go too long because they know what these guys can do. But they actually did more than I thought that either one of them would do. Like yeah. Goldberg taking Suplex City, like I didn't expect somebody his age suplexes, yeah. to take that. And Brock Lesnar jumping over a spear is not something that I expected to see from him. Mm-hmm. So it was dope, man. It was like straight high impact. I really enjoyed it. It was only five minutes, but still and they both it was kicked perfect. out like he kicked out of a jackhammer. Goldberg kicked out of a F five or something. I think like he did. Yeah, like yeah, it was. They they got their moves off. <laughs> it was dope. Yeah, yeah. Brock jumping over the spear was dope. Uh, so, Brock's the new champ. Um, what do you think? What kind of champ do you think he'll be? Um, from what they said on Raw the following night, when him and Paul Heyman was out, it sounds like he's about to be a fighting champ. Yeah. Um, but who did they call out? Roman already. He called out Roman. I and don't then really who came out that. when he called out Roman? Didn't Brock? Didn't oh Braun came out? Braun came out. Braun came out and then backed up and said, I'll do this on my time. But just getting Braun thrown in there. That was cool. That they're, yeah, I'm glad they're at least thinking about they're him. They're going to do something like, like that, maybe a smaller pay-per-view before he fights Roman at a larger one or something like that. But at least getting him up there. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing that. All right, so SmackDown Women's Championship. This was, uh, I don't was remember this, this, this at all. This four people. Six-pack or whatever. Oh, Naomi with Alexa Bliss, Carmella, Becky Lynch, Mickey James, Natalia, and Naomi. Naomi won. Naomi won. That's all that's I remember. All that, that's all that matters. <laughs> Naomi uh, won. I don't remember that match. She did a submission move in the middle, and she got the belt back. So she won in her hometown. That doesn't happen a whole lot. 
So I expect her to lose. So. I was happy to see her get it back because they only took it from her because she got injured. Right. So. She never lost it. So I, I so definitely plans, appreciate they're that. They're probably trying to get back on track with their plans. Like you were supposed to have it anyway. So mm-hmm. here it is. Yeah. All right. So here we are. Final match. By this time, it's like way after midnight. Everybody's a little tired. Roman Reigns defeats The Undertaker by pinfall um, in a no holds barred match. Um, what did you think of this match? Horrible match. <laughs> Um, n- not a horrible match, but definitely like for Goldberg to go out with that match. I felt like I wish he would have went out in one of the Brock matches. Oh, just, yeah, just because definitely. he he was missing spots and he was like he was he was not carrying his weight in that match. Roman definitely carried him in that match, and that's not how you want to see your idol go out. Or not not that my idol, but I'm just saying like a, a lot of people. Idolized Undertaker. Oh, so, yeah. with that to be his last match and for him to go out, if he was going to get beat and get beat clean, you would at least want to see him hold his own <laughs> in that match and then get beat. <clears throat> then you know, not not go out like an injured dog. Like, yeah. you know, you're saying it's your yard, and then you go out like <laughs> you're about to get euthanized. Yeah, <laughs> so. that was that was sad. It was it was a really bad way for him to go out. I wish a couple years ago. I agree. I mean, it should have been, in my opinion, should have been Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Who put him out? But Bray loses on pay per views more than anybody. So <laughs> I don't know what it is. They just can't get this dude to win on a pay per view. Tie between him and Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like I don't know. So all right, good, the bad, and the ugly of WrestleMania. Now, good. I feel like to me, AJ Shane better than I thought it was going to be. Gave me everything I wanted. That's probably the only one that and and Brock and Goldberg that gave me everything I wanted. What is your good about WrestleMania? Um, yeah, Brock. Okay, first off, do you know that there was a roller coaster there and we just couldn't see it from our side? Wait, really? It was on the other side of the the world. Oh, uh, like in the like, back end of it? Like the world was in the middle and mm-hmm. then on our side it was just lights and on the other side it was like a ramp going up and then like it was like a half a roller coaster that they had built because it was supposed to look like the universal mm-hmm. everything. Did they show it so on once TV? I, yeah, once I saw it on TV I could see that side that we weren't <laughs> sitting on and I was like, oh, they did have a roller oh, coaster wow. because we thought they were building one and then we didn't see it. But um, were people able to get on it? Or no, it was just part of the it was part okay. of the set. But I'm just saying, you mm-hmm. could tell like the ramp going up, and then it was like a spin, like a loop, gotcha. and stuff like that. So there was one over there. Okay. Um, top moments was gonna be um the new day, you know them coming up as the Final Fantasy characters. That was and, dope. Um, and doing their thing and <laughs> listening to it on TV and listening to the announcers not being able to pronounce. <laughs> The names of the oh yeah the, of the, the Final the Fantasy Final characters. characters, and then he, mm. he like took a long pause, and then he came back, and he was like, "You know, I love Final Fantasy." And then like JBL was like, "Yeah, sure you do," or something like that. <laughs> like he was googling it and had to read like what the uh, stuff was off of, yeah. <laughs> or or ask somebody how to pronounce it like off the mic. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> so so I thought that was hilarious. And then, that's um, funny. And then yeah, so the top three moments would be. Hardy Boy ladder match. Hardy's mm. coming back. Yep. Um, Brock and Goldberg. And um, what was the other one that you had just said was yours? Uh, I agree with that one too. AJ and Shane. Yeah, AJ and Shane. Yeah. Everything- yeah, I put the AJ and Shane over Jericho and Kevin Owens. 
Yeah, I feel like I do want to watch it on TV though, and uh, it might be the last not last time, but at least for a while that you see Jericho. I think he's taking some time off too, so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting seeing these new guys. Um, so let's talk about just real quick. Give our opinions on the superstar shakeup. Who do you want to see move? Who do you not want to see move? Well, first, let me ask you this. Do you think that the shows that they brought people up on already are going to be their show? Or do you think that they can still be moved? Like Nakamura just came up on SmackDown. Is he on SmackDown? I don't think he can move. I think he's SmackDown. So the new guys that just got brought up, like Ty Dillinger, Mm. Nakamura, they're SmackDown. I think they're stuck. The revival is on Raw. I guess, yeah. Who else got brought up on Raw? Uh, Samoa Joe, I guess. Um, um, that was it for the first show. Oh, and uh, Finn, Finn came back. Finn came back. Yeah. Um, so, so I'm thinking AJ. What I had told you about the stuff was I feel like AJ Styles is going to go to Raw. I hope so. And that, um, and that Seth Rollins is going to go to SmackDown because of their feuds with the managers or the people who are running the companies. It would only seem right at the end it of the storyline for them to get moved over. You move AJ over. Now you got him back over there with the club. If you keep them together, um, you can do the AJ Finn stuff that people wanted mm-hmm. to see. If you put him over there, um, either Finn joining the club or Finn being anti-club and him and AJ yep. fighting. So I think that would be dope for him to go over and then send Seth Rollins over to, to SmackDown. You can get some Seth Rollins Nakamura mm. stuff going on. That would be dope. Um, everybody's saying, like, well, the stuff I'm reading, everybody's afraid that they're going to kill Nakamura's character off. Like, TV, like, US TV is just not going to receive him well. Who do you think? Mm-hmm. Like, as far as him not speaking English well and all these other things. I hope not, especially the way that they brought him out. Like, he didn't even fight. They just did his entrance. Like, they just gave yeah. y'all, like, here. He didn't say anything. He just came and out. yo, it was the in the middle that, of Miz promo. <laughs> yeah. Like, and Miz had to on, just leave the ring. People were on Twitter like, Miz and Nakamura is the is the feud that I never knew that I needed, but I want. Right. So Now, that, they should have had him interrupted. Like, who the hell do you think you are interrupting the Miz? You know, like. But he just left the ring. Like I was like, come on. They they missed an opportunity there. <laughs> they should have had him cut it off, like so that Miz could get more heat. Like, oh stop this right now. Like, hey buddy, stop. I don't know who you are. Right. But, you know. Exactly. I don't know you because you just came up. Right. But you're <laughs> you obviously not, not a, you're not an A lister. You know, you don't belong here. Like, that would have been cool. So I wouldn't mind seeing that few. Maybe they'll pick it up next week, be like, Oh, you interrupted me, you know. But Or give or bring them out on Miz T V. Uh, yeah, yeah, he could. <laughs> Since he just got up there, and then Miz can try to like disrespect him on Miz TV. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> mind seeing that. Uh, plus, you know, a lot of people need new opponents. You know, Kevin Owens. I guess him and Finn are going to be a thing again. Sami Zayn needs to move. Yeah, he needs to badly. go SmackDown. He got to get out of there. Um, but I think Kevin Owens should stay. But I do. But think- also with him like having Mick Foley's back, and like he was disrespecting Stephanie also and stuff. So yeah, I believe Sami's going to get the boot. He's going to SmackDown. I wouldn't mind seeing like an intercontinental title feud, him and like Baron Corbin or somebody. Um, I don't know. They still got Dolph Ziggler. Like, there's so many guys that I think could get a shot. So maybe Apollo Cruz is going to go to Raw. You think so? Yeah, I could see that. Um, you think because Dean his, thing with, his thing with um, his thing with his thing with what was his AJ thing? Styles didn't do anything. Oh no, I didn't. 
yeah, I think he will go over um, to You Raw. said um, Dean going to What about Raw? Dean? You think he'll move? See, I thought that they would do something where they would end up putting them guys back together. Like, not back together as being a shield, but back together right, on, the same on the same show. roster. But not if they're sending Rollins to SmackDown. Then it'll be... Yeah. It'll be because um, what's his name? <laughs> I'm saying what's his name? Like I don't know these guys' name. If Dean go to SmackDown, um, Roman Reigns isn't going to. I mean, if Dean goes to Raw, Roman is not going to SmackDown. Roman is Raw's. Roman anchor. ain't moving. Yeah, I don't think Roman going anywhere. Um, maybe and like they probably won't move any of the champions. So you got to imagine the champions are staying. So Brock is Raw. Uh, yeah, because him and Roman are going are getting ready. So to him and Roman the next. Maybe what if Braun moves? Like that would kind of surprise people, I think. Uh, but nah, they probably won't put him back near the Wyatts. Yeah, they're not going to do like, that because he's, he's doing that. too good without the Wyatts. I don't want them to to try to draw like make a storyline because he's back. Yeah, with like him feuding with them oh, or something. Yeah, yeah, that would just push push him back. He'd get with Luke Harper and feud with um <laughs> with Bray and. And the other, and, and and the other white. <laughs> maybe maybe Luke will move. I don't know. Because um, they've just been stuck in the same thing. Him, Randy Orton, Bray. Like, they've been stuck. Yeah, man. And you were saying that Luke was supposed to get, like, a new entrance and stuff. And, like. He's supposed to get a push after Mania from what I read. He needs to go read, to Raw and so. get all that stuff. Because right now, he just looks like a jobber. He's got his black <laughs> wife beater on and black some clean jeans. Beater. Like, you was dirty, man. Now, now you're clean. clean. <laughs> you got a clean ponytail. This is new change. <laughs> like, they're, I didn't even know who you were in the ring when. When you were like, oh, there goes Luke and the um and the Andre the Giant. Yeah, because I was like, where? He's just he's <laughs> clean now. Yeah, it's different. Oh man. So I definitely want to see AJ move because I think that would make some really dope matches. Uh Seth moving to be cool too. I feel like I don't know. They gotta do something new with Seth and something new with Dean. Maybe they'll put them together again. Who knows? I feel like Bray is gonna stay um on SmackDown because what I feel like is that what's going on with him and Orton isn't done yet. Mm-hmm. They got to explain something from WrestleMania. Well, they just said they and got if, this House of Horrors match. He oh, accepted okay. so without that, even knowing what that was about. So then, yeah, so you know they're both going to stay. I was like, their feud is still going, and if Randy's the champion and he's not going anywhere, then Bray's still going to be there. Yeah, their they're, they're next opponent, they got to still be there, I guess, for him. Right, and that's what, SummerSlam, they're doing that match? Ah, I don't know. They or never just, said. Are just like the next house. Maybe pay-per-view. it's the next pay per view. I don't know. Um, but nobody knows what it is. It, house of Horrors. I don't know. So Bray's rules. Yeah, basically him in the corner making making <laughs> bugs appear. But anyway, I think that's it. Did I leave anything out of our WrestleMania? The bad for me has been this thing was too long. The whole weekend, I think most of their events were just too much. Like I think the the Hall of Fame was a little long. The WrestleMania was way too long. Uh, it is a possibility to have too much of a good thing, and it makes those matches suffer, especially when you give the veterans. Like it's so funny. We were talking about this new era for the, for the last year. New era, new era. The old dudes are the people who get all the time. You know what I mean? So it's like it's kind of weird now. Uh, but I don't know. Overall, that's my bad is about the whole thing. Is like the show was too long. They could have worked out something and made They're using it. Using these old dudes to put talent over when they should be more focused on the new talent, grooming them so that they can put each other over. I feel like I'd rather see, you know, some new guys go at it than than Goldberg go at it with somebody or Triple H. And I love Triple mm-hmm. H. But they only bring Triple H back when it's like, oh, nobody else is a good enough bad guy for you to fight. 
<laughs> so I have to be that bad guy like always. Right. And it's like maybe <laughs> groom somebody to be that. You guys yeah. are screwing over Bray like he can't be that person. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's been – yeah, uh, don't get me started on Bray. Like the way they're doing Bray is just like confusing to me. Like I was hitting you up about it. I was like, what is it? Like maybe this dude just can't go in the ring. Maybe he can't perform. Like I don't get it. Like – and I haven't seen He's that, so, so I mean, over. I know people have said that. I haven't all the seen matches bad that matches. I see, right? The matches I see when he actually wrestles are good. Mm-hmm. So unless they're gonna, unless they're about to try to like make him face or something, and say, okay, well maybe this this bad guy heel stuff isn't working for you. The crowd loves you too much. Let's huh. let's start pushing you towards the the face thing. But I don't know because I still am confused about him and Randy. Like I feel like Randy was Who's the heel yeah. in in that feud. I don't get but it. But Bray is clearly the heel in SmackDown. So right, they're both <laughs> like backwards. I think. Well, when I saw the last SmackDown, it seemed like Bray was acting like a heel. You know what I mean? Like he had Eric Rowan come out. Like he had extra help. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, and when then, he did the when he did the thing. And Randy had Randy. The, yeah, he turned the lights out on. But him. then Randy went and was like. And took the took that thing and drove it through like Sister Abigail's heart and stuff like that. And it's like that's kind of evil too. Exactly like on both sides, it's like you being weird and you being weird. Like I expect Randy, I mean I expect Bray to act like this and Dave and her ashes and all this stuff he's doing. But then it's like then Randy is like, okay, I got to top that. And it's like, why are you topping that if you're not the right? If you're not the heel. I don't know, man. So many confusing things. Hopefully, stuff will clear up. I hope this superstar shakeup is dope. Um, I think that's it. But thanks for listening. And uh, if you got any questions, hit us up on Twitter. I'm at Mega Ran. I'm at Teak underscore Hall on Twitter. Teak underscore Hall on Instagram. Yeah. Let us know what you thought of this episode. Thank you so much. Thanks and for having me on again, man. No doubt. And um, shout out to Digi Labs for our new uh, home for the week. Um, it's it's very comfortable in here. Um, hopefully I sound really nice and crisp for y'all. Yeah, and, y'all uh, can look DigiLabs up also, you know, on Instagram or Twitter. It's DigiLabs with a yeah. S, not a Z. And <laughs> they're located in um, Phoenix, Arizona. So any of y'all people out there listening who's in Phoenix and looking for a studio to record, maybe a base to do podcast. They mm-hmm. also shoot um, film TV here. Yeah. Give them a call. This is your spot. They did. They, they do it all. Uh, So, yeah, shout out to them for coming through for us on a last minute thing. Um, Yes, this is Matt Mania. This is our WrestleMania wrap up. I'll see you again soon. I'll try to be more regular with these at least every couple weeks before I go on tour again. Uh, But, yeah, keep watching. And, of course, keep your shoulders off the mat. All right, y'all. It's Mega Rand. (laughs) Peace. That's your catchphrase? Yeah, that's my catchphrase. All right. We out, y'all. Peace. Hey party people, it's Kate Murdoch here, and I want to talk to you about something real fresh, real new that myself and Mega Rand are doing now, and it involves you, the fans. Myself and Mega Rand just launched a Patreon, a monthly way for you all to subscribe to us and what we do. For as little as one buck a month, you'll get free exclusive downloads, a guaranteed song a month, and if you pledge at the $10 level, you'll get a free project a month, whether it be something we do together, whether it's something solo, a side project that I engineer or produce, it's guaranteed exclusive for you Patreon supporters. So, if you really like what we do, then this is the time to get down and join us. We are trying to bring back that Nintendo Fun Club vibe, because this is essentially a fan club for the real fans so check it out patreon.com slash bits and rhymes that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash bits and rhymes
You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 